Welcome to Kingdom Conscious Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Selena Gilbui. Thank you for joining us today. I think I got a good conversation for you today. We're going to talk kingdom versus culture. Kingdom versus culture. Also, I want you to connect with us. Um, Our website is forthcoming, but you can contact us at the KC Convo Podcast at gmail.com. That's the K-C-C-O-N-B-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us a message. You can just let us know if we're doing a good job, if you enjoyed us, if you have a comment or a question, or even if you'd like to possibly be a guest on our show, let us know, okay? So here we go, right into kingdom versus culture. Come on, let's go. Right. So kingdom versus culture. I'm just going to apologize right up top. If you hear any trains, any cars, any hammers, um, they're building homes in my neighborhood and we live close to a train. So um, I'm hoping it doesn't pick up. But if it does, just forgive me, please, until I get new arrangements. All right. So if you listen to my introduction introductory uh, episode I kind of gave you a little background about how I got the idea of kingdom conscience you know that kingdom is God's way of doing things your conscience is that inner moral sense of doing right and wrong and so I've noticed that now people just choose to decide what they believe is right or wrong, just based on their own thought process. Um, But I understand and believe that as a believer of, of Christ, as a believer in the word of God, his word should govern and dictate what's right and wrong. Because as I search the scriptures, and I'm sure you have too, you notice that Sometimes the things that we think is right is not what God says is right. So I want to read a passage of scripture to you found in Luke 6 and 27. It says, but I say unto you, which hear, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you, bless them that curse you. And pray for them which despitefully use you. So right off the bat, we have Jesus speaking in a way that cultural, culturally people don't tell you to do good to people who are doing you wrong. You know, the, the way of the culture is if you if you do something to me, I'm doing it back. I'm getting you back. I'm getting revenge. Um, We still have that kind of that eye for an eye mentality. But in searching the scriptures, I'm going to say I have learned and I'm trying to share that with you today, that that is not the kingdom way of doing things. That's not what Jesus had in mind for us. And so we're going to kind of discuss that. I was looking on uh, social media a week ago or so and I noticed someone posted a uh, a quote from a pretty well-known musician Cardi B 
And that quote said, it's going to hurt me to hate you, but loving you is worse. And the person who posted it, they said, oh, I felt that, you know, just a way of saying, you know, they agree. She said, it's going to hurt me to hate you. But loving you is worse. Now, we all know that the scripture commands us to love our neighbors. And I just read the the scripture in Luke telling us to, you know, to love, to pray, to do good and to bless. And But she's telling us, you know what? It's going to hurt me to hate you, but loving you is worse. How can loving somebody be worse? Now, what I, one thing I want, want to tell you, I want to share this with you, and you may have already seen it, but I noticed that every time there's something that combats, well, I shouldn't say every time. A lot of the times when things go against what God says, there there may be a little bit of truth in it. What do you mean? Well, what I mean is when she's saying it's going to hurt me to hate you. Well, you know what? When you hate people, it does cause you pain. When you hold grudges and you don't forgive. I mean, studies have shown that it it sets up a stress in your body, which is not good, which causes other issues. Um, So it's not good to hate people. Not just because God says it's not but also because it actually does physical damage to your body. So that's some truth in that, what she said. But then she said, loving you is worse. Well, you know, if you think about it, there could be some truth into that too, because sometimes when you love people and they just, you know, they just, they're not lining up with whatever um, the relationship needs, it it can hurt you. But let's go deeper than that. We, No matter what pain is caused in loving someone, that should always be our answer. Love should always be our answer. Love should always be our motivation for the things that we do. So, you know, in this God, he showed me that no matter what others do, or have done or will do to me or to you or to your family members, those that you love, our response should always be to love, do good, bless, and pray for them. It seems rather simple when you repeat each word. You know, these words are super simple words, four to five letter words. But when put into action, they become one of the most difficult things in the world to do. Come on, if you're honest, loving somebody who has stolen from you or betrayed you or hurt you or cheated on you or um, harmed you or someone you love, come on. It takes the spirit of God. It takes a conscious, intentional effort to think like God thinks to do this. So God showed me that, you know, loving doing good, blessing, praying. This is this is the, what the kingdom looks like. A kingdom response is love. No matter what. A kingdom response is doing good to those who maybe are not doing good to you, but your response has to always be doing good. Bless and pray. 
And any other response other than those four action phrases is out of order. I mean, you can, you can look through the scripture and see how many times does he command us to love. And we know that Corinthians 13, it tells us about what love actually looks like. So let's go there. Let's see exactly what the scripture says. First Corinthians 13, starting at the fourth verse, and it speaks of love, but it uses the words, word charity. It says, charity suffereth long and is kind. It envieth not, vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. It's clear to us that love has to be the driving force behind what we do. Conquering these four um, areas it's not something that'll happen overnight. It's something that we have to, like I said, be intentional about, to work on, to continue to strive to. And when we fall short, because we will, we can't beat ourselves up. We have to renew our minds with the word of God, remind ourselves of what what's expected from God, not from the world. Because they tell us, man, it hurts you know, it hurts me to love you. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hate you. Even though hating might cause a little pain, but, I, you know, it'll hurt me more if I love you. No, we have to love each each other. Now, I don't know what the context or what relationship uh, Cardi B was referring to, but it can apply to anyone. Love friends, co-workers. Uh, church uh, members, the church family, um, your neighbors, you got to love. And so love has to motivate everything that I do. And again, it's not an easy thing to do, but it's the kingdom thing to do. Culture tells us, please yourself, whatever you want to, um, you know, self-care is a popular term. And it's important. It's very important. But for the believer, self-care always involves seeking scripture, praying, um, reading the word of God, and and doing those things that he has required in the word of God. Self-care always includes that. Yes, that's my opinion. (laughs) So I just wanted to encourage you today. I wanted to share that um, kingdom conscience versus culture conscience. The culture tells you, you know, if it feels good, it is good. But our Bible tells us that everything that feels good is not good. There's a scripture that says, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. That's 1 Corinthians 10 and 23. So it's just basically saying it may be okay to do, but maybe not for you. It may not be something that's um, unnecessarily a salvation issue, 
but it's just something that's not going to work for you. So we have to be cognizant of that. Again, we have to be intentional about making sure that our lives, our conversation, our interactions, our walk with Christ resembles what the Bible says the kingdom looks like and not what culture looks like, not what's popular on Instagram, you know, not what's the the latest fad or the latest thing that people are doing. But make sure that we're okay being different, being those peculiar people that God talks about in the scripture. You know, where I've I heard a good message um, a little while ago that talks about we're not the same. You know, so we do have to be different from the world, although we live in the world and we have to be um, touchable for, for those people that we are trying to win. But there must be. There has to be a difference, has to be a difference. We should clearly see kingdom and, and not always just the culture or what's what's popular and what's the new fad. Not always an easy thing to do, but again, you have to be intentional and make sure that it's your goal. So again, just just a reminder of the scripture in Luke 6. And 27, remember there's four things that we're going to focus on for this week and going forward. We're going to we're going to focus on loving, doing good, blessing and praying for the people um, that we encounter. All right. So that just about does it for me on, on this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. And above all, I hope you come back. So if you enjoyed what you heard, make sure you tell somebody, tell a friend, share it, like it. And um, it'll help us keep bringing good things in. Also, pray for us. Pray that we do everything that God wants us to do and that we have the um, influence that he wants us to have with this podcast. Okay? Until then, keep living for the kingdom. All right. Bye-bye.